Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. We're on. Double Deuce. Double Deuce, episode 64. Yep. It's the Beatles episode. When I get older, losing my head. Yeah, you know, yeah. When I'm 64. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. 64. Yeah. We're almost retired. Will you still need me, Nelson? Will you still feed me? I guess. Cool. <laughs> so, how are things? They're, they're fine. We you know. we had a good last episode, I yeah. thought. Yeah, relatively. Yeah, we floundered a little here and there. Petered out a little bit at the end. Yeah. We're still finding we, didn't, we didn't have a big closer or anything. <laughs> no, no. Maybe this time we should end with, with a big song and dance number. Yeah. Maybe to win up 64. You never know. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I can see you're about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. Oh man. So how's uh, how how are, how are how are you? What 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 do you? Do we haven't had a marketing corner in a while. It's true. Should we should we dive in on a marketing corner? I mean, there's a lot of new material to work with in this new administration in this new America. You yeah. don't have to worry about facts anymore. Yeah. Surely that's got to open up some brilliant marketing opportunities. Probably regulations are all going to go away too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's certainly a, you could say probably whatever you want, which yeah. I, th- I feel like that's kind of maybe my marketing wheelhouse is like just being able to, to make bold impossible claims. Right, right. Although I would generally err on the side of this is clearly impossible, but still, like, you know, maybe it makes you feel like this is real. Well, I, I don't know if my strength lies in as much as just bold-faced lying that is maybe plausible. Right. <laughs> okay, so let's take an example. Let's take a local business that we that we know and love, uh, yeah, yeah. Leeway Franks. Yeah. Let's take them, because yeah. they we haven't chatted them out in a little while. No. Uh, and let's, let's go with some, some, some of this new style Trump era marketing, mm-hmm. uh, for Leeway Franks. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like I am putting you on the spot. I yeah. understand that. So we need to, we need to maybe talk around it and come back to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can certainly, we can certainly do that. But, uh, you know, I feel like that's something that, that, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll really have an, an eye for, um. Yeah, like I said, I, I trying to come at it from a from a Trump era angle of of just weird lies, right? Right. <laughs> that that are plausible but so easily proven <laughs> false. Um, uh, any examples spring to uh-huh. mind? Or I, again, I, 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 I don't okay, Leeway Franks, where every hot dog has been kissed by a leprechaun. <laughs> all right, all uh-huh. right. Now you can argue that. And you yeah. can say, "Well, but there aren't leprechauns, aren't there?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a, that's, that's a good comeback. That's show good show comeback. me, show me the proof that there are no leprechauns. Because you can't prove a negative. It's hard to do. If nothing right. else, it's real hard to prove a negative. Right. So then, then they're just going to ruin their lives trying to prove that there aren't leprechauns. And at the end, they'll be like, "I should have done whatever." <laughs> nice. And what's great is that makes a great shirt uh-huh. for St. Patrick's Day. Exactly. And Leeway uh, Franks, there's your St. Patrick's Day advertising. We took care of that. On for lockdown. You. you know, you no need to thank us or send us large sponsorship checks. I will give you that I don't know. I think you just got to go with the writing there. I don't know 
it's going to take a better graphic designer than than I am certainly as a not, someone who is not a graphic designer right. to come up to if you wanted to try to make a cartoon leprechaun kissing a hot dog. I think that that picture is fraught with terrible implications potentially, or very easily is turned into a bad thing. I think you just go with some plain lettering on that. <laughs> I don't think you try to illustrate it. I, I feel like take I, it from me, I your marketing like executive. Let Leeway Franks figure out the uh-huh. specifics on that. What I'm, you, d- I'm just going to give him a little like, "Hey, you do what you want to do, but maybe right. you don't want to have a picture of a physical leprechaun kissing a physical hot dog yeah. unless you can really figure that out. Okay. Unless you got some real good, uh, some good. Definitely, he's got to he got to come in from the side. <laughs> Not the end. I I, uh, I, I went to uh, a, a therapist uh, the last couple of weeks, and, and he's been sort of working with me on meditation. I'm interested in what the segue is here. Well, here listen, listen to this. It's going uh-huh. somewhere. So, uh-huh. uh, so so last week we were doing some meditation on anxiety, and we're talking about, uh, he's like, I'm going to take you through a guided meditation, and he's like, focus on your safe place. And I guess the only thing I wish is that we'd had this conversation before, so my safe place could have been a leprechaun. Kissing a hot dog uh-huh. because that really would have given me something to focus on that would completely take me out of my. It's early a distraction. It if really you got, is. Just you know, sit there and try to picture that next time, got, you know, America or our, our friends overseas. Next time you're tr- you're feeling anxious or down, just try to you know work out a mind picture of a leprechaun kissing a hot dog. Gotta give you some. Or even more so, like a place that has a lot of hot dog turnover, a leprechaun kissing a bunch of hot dogs in succession. Breathe out for four. Every every breath is him kissing another hot dog as they go down a conveyor belt. Breathe in for four. Breathe out for four. And maybe you can get, you can get into like an I Love Lucy situation where there's just way too many hot dogs coming too fast down that conveyor belt. That leprechaun is struggling to kiss them all. Breathe in for four. <laughs> breathe out for four. Yeah. Don't you feel better now? You're not anxious anymore. No. Double deuce. We solved your anxiety. Yep. I feel like we've done good work. Mm-hmm. And we both just there, just loved that. We're like, yeah, we nailed that. And just both stopped to take a drink of beer. <laughs> leave you leave a long, two seconds of awkward, dead air. Awkward silence, uh-huh. which you're not supposed to leave. If there's, oh, one thing that I've learned from, so, uh, I usually listen to podcasts in the morning. I don't know uh-huh. it's cable, but I've been having to listen to, uh, shitty radio because yeah. my ox cable's been in use for the show. Yeah. So I've been listening to a lot of morning broadcasting and man, it's just the worst, dude. It is like, like, I don't, you know, we're pretty bad, but they, you know, we can make a killing in that industry. All yeah. you have to do is, like, just babble. It's true. I don't know if we've got the stamina to go for three, four hours, five yeah, days a week. Yeah, we have a, We have trouble with two episodes in 22 <laughs> minutes. We have to do yeah. We would also be really drunk all uh, of the time. Also, you know, as hard as we would try... We would probably get fired after a certain point because we'd just be like too much shit slip. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we're you not. can only drop so many f bombs on the radio in the morning before you're probably going to get fired. We're not real good at holding our holding our no. tongue. And I mean, it's not like we try to here necessarily, but if we're just trying to talk extemporaneously for four hours. I don't know that it's possible for no, us. That's a good point. Something's going to go horribly awry. And, mm-hmm. You know, that leprechaun. I mean, really, that leprechaun stick is one or two things away from a whole stream of bad blue job jokes mm-hmm. that would just end with, uh, yeah, with just nastiness. Yeah. Like, yeah, be bad. So that's why we're not on the radio. No. Yeah. Saving you guys the trouble. 
And us. And you know what they don't play on the radio anymore in the morning? Music. Yeah. There's just nowhere where you can actually listen to, like, music. That's, this is turning into grumpy old man quarter. And in my day, uh-huh. we used to be able to tune into KJHK, and they'd play that college radio, and you'd, you'd hear the gin blossoms like you should. Uh-huh. Gin blossoms should be on every morning. <laughs> I don't know why there isn't a 93.5 the G-I-N, the gin blossoms. <laughs> I love the gin blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> That's the me I want to be. Uh, <laughs> you're kind of—it's hard to explain. You're kind of doing a physical character too there. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of hunched over. Uh-huh. There, there you're was, using a pen, kind of as God a, damn a it, was, tool. There was hope in the '90s when yeah. there was Jim Blossoms. And yeah, Little Miss couldn't be wrong, and yeah. now it's like. Was that the Jim Blossoms? No, no, <laughs> the that doctors. was the Spin Doctors. But yeah. uh, you know, every band with two names, yeah. and, and there were the, the Hooters with the with the blue <laughs> fish, yeah. and they and they they yep, the Hooters with they, the blue fish. They let they her were, cry. Uh-huh. They just let her cry. Yeah. And then, they did not care if she was crying. No, they never. Well, never they cared, did. but they weren't going to do anything about no, it. No, they were just they were going to sit and have a beer and feel sorry for themselves, uh-huh. which is how men handled '90s feminism. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a really good time. Uh, we were we were very caring back then. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and it was good. There was hope in the nineties. There was hope. Yeah. And then we had. Then there was bushes. There were lots of bushes. And then there was Obama. And then there was hope again. And now it's just all. Now it's just. I feel like we're living in a living in a dream world. It's not a good dream. Yeah. It's the kind of dream that inconveniences you, and you wake up feeling like it's like that dream where you won the lottery, and then you wake up and you haven't won the lottery, and only in reverse. It's like the the dream where you don't have cancer, and then you wake up and you're like, yeah, you have cancer. Uh It's that dream. Yeah. Bad. Just want some gin blossoms. You could still listen to the Jim Blossoms if you want. I think I'm gradually becoming a caricature of myself. Yeah. Is that bad? I don't know. Ah. I think you need to figure out a way to monetize it. I think so, too. We haven't really done... This hasn't been a corner episode, has it? No. Let's talk... Let's but you don't know what that corner... We kind of started in a corner. Can we have a movie mm-hmm. review corner where we don't review any movies because they all suck right now? I honestly haven't seen any in a I, while. I, don't, I haven't seen anything since we're one. Me that was, neither. And I think we already talked about that. Can we review movies that we haven't seen yet, but we think are pretty sure shitty? Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know. I don't even... Like, I, do we even know what movies are on? Not necessarily. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I don't. I don't have a for for paying some attention to that kind of thing. At the same time, I really don't pay a lot. Uh, okay, I, we can review that Mark Wahlberg movie about the Boston Marathon, but I think we'd be in danger of being really unpatriotic. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's let's review uh, M Night Shyamalan's oh, split. Oh, the, the crazy split. Yeah, yeah. Thing. What did you think of that movie? Um, you know, I I feel like it's it's interesting that we still like that premise <laughs> of split personalities being a thing and being that kind of a thing is interesting. I was I was reading an article about that. There's a little bit like the. A certain amount of like medical stuff that Hollywood has weird ideas about, and it's kind of like we don't really know how this thing works, and it doesn't ever seem to work the way Hollywood thinks it works, especially to that extent. 
It's more like disassociation and not so much uh, multiple <laughs> distinct personalities. I, I, I feel like, I feel, I feel like, like I'm, I can see, especially, I'm not surprised that like a McAvoy's like, yeah, this sounds like a lot of fun to do, or I'm just a crazy guy. There's a whole lot of people. That sounds like, sounds like a fun acting job, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it does. I feel like this episode is in danger of, of being. I wonder what the twist is. Does he still do twists? The, 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 the show, show Well, yeah, they keep getting like, Stupider and stupider, but yeah, I mean, it's like he will try to throw a, a twist in. I don't think I've seen, uh, I haven't seen his last couple few, I don't know. I, I, the last one, I haven't seen anything since like The Village, and I think we've, uh, I saw the happening. I watched The Lady, which in I don't know, water. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember, yeah, I think The Happening one I remember seeing. That was back when I was still working movie theater stuff, and I would catch screenings and stuff, as I saw, and that one was weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like if, if it, if, if he hadn't been kind of come off as so much of a turd all the time, like, as a director and as a person, then it would be, it would be more like, oh, Shyamalan's uh, at it again. Well, we'll give him another chance. But the fact that he's an asshole and doing inherently the same movies that he's been doing since the 90s over and over again, but just with different it's guys. A shame. He's very talented in, at filming things. It seems, I think he needs to try to, and I don't know, he, for all I know, he's done a little bit of this, but I think he needs to do the Spike Lee route a little bit of like, not always filming his, his own scripts. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel like sometimes, and Spike Lee will make some good movies that he wrote, but I feel like he's a really good director, and some of my favorite things he's done in the last, I don't know how long, were not things he actually wrote. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. And I, mean, maybe, I think some of my least favorite things of, M. Night Shyamalan's have been things that he did, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, Especially anymore. Or, yeah. or, I don't know. Or he just needs to embrace that he's getting crazier with this stuff and really just go go for it and make shit that's just batshit insane. That, that would be that would be refreshing. Although this one looks like it could well be could be that kind looks kind of batshit insane. insane. I mean, I'm afraid I'm afraid it's not going to be as crazy as it looks in the ads. Yeah, I feel I'm afraid it's going to be more measured, and it ought not to be. If that if this is the movie you're making, or what it seems to be the movie you're making, just really fucking just really lean into it. I feel just, like yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it's you need to be you need to be swinging for fences, not trying to get. Contact hits or <laughs> the, the, the McAvoy fact uh-huh. that it's like kid McAvoy save it from itself. Yeah, because uh, the premise. I mean, let's face it; it looks like somebody's like undergrad screenwriting one script. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm who, interested who, who too. Took a psychology course. Yeah, and was like it, it, hey, multiple personalities. I also feel like I remember because it's been getting a lot of ads and the ESPNs that I watch a lot, and I feel like the first few ads. Where like a, he's got this many personalities, but he's got one more terrible one that's coming, and that one is going to be real bad for these people who are kidnapped. And I feel like they don't—that's not a thing in the trailers anymore. Now it just seems to be he's got a lot of personalities. And I'm like, that's weird. Why did they drop that premise that seemed to be really big in the first ads? Or maybe I don't know if they were like, does this seem like too much? Are we are we going too far? <laughs> are we spoiling a surprise? Are we? I don't know. But it it weirds me out sometimes when movies. Really take a hard shift in their advertising. I just, I just wonder. I mean, I think from you know going back to marketing corner for a second, are are they missing a trick by not opening this on National Mental Health Day? Yeah, you know, is that is that is uh-huh. that really when they should be sort of like mm-hmm. we're going to raise awareness uh-huh. by putting this movie up? Especially that'd be if they really went with it too, like a you know, not a lot of people know a lot about mental health. 
clearly we're fuzzy on it too. Maybe <laughs> maybe you should look into it. You know, we know. Educate yourselves about mental health. We know as much as you know. And that's the problem, America. That is the problem. I see that new trailer for that Logan, the last Wolverine movie there. Yeah, everybody. The last, just, just Professor X dropping an F-bomb was pretty sweet. The the, the internet seems very excited about mm-hmm. it because it's a more grown-up, apparently. Yeah, well, it, it, it looks interesting. It looks yeah. like the kind of thing... Being, being a long-time comic fan and a big Wolverine fan, and there's a lot of really good Wolverine stories that are a little bit more, like, rough and tumble and off on their own, kind of. I do like that he's still kind of got old-ass Professor X in tow. It's a fun dynamic, I think. Right. But it looks, it looks like it could be a, a solid movie. Hopefully, too, because now they've done a couple Wolverine movies, and the first one was terrible. Right. And the second one was all right, but they were still kind of figuring stuff out, maybe. I think the second one was on today. I think we watched a little bit of it there. It's got some good stuff in it. I feel like, too, it was like, a, hey, let's do an actual, like, let's do what you would see in, like, a, a Wolverine solo adventure in the comics where he's, like, dealing with fucking Japanese gangsters and crazy shit. And Yeah. Yeah, it's got a little, got a little, a little match it. Yeah. yeah. I just wonder at what point. And I probably it's going to be because he's talking about he doesn't he's maybe done doing these and maybe this is the, like I feel like they need to just completely wipe that slate clean because they've got like weird different timelines and like in the story it's it's weird it's like I don't know what's going on with any of that anymore. What's the acceptable waiting period for a reboot now? I feel like it's gotten faster. It's gotten more. Well, it depends. More it depends on what the what you're what you're working on with it. Yeah, so I feel like. It, you know, we did a real quick turnaround on a Spider-Man reboot, but I feel like that was because Sony was finally like, you know, Marvel's really good at this thing. Let's let them <laughs> let's let them take the wheel, and we'll just cash some checks. And, right, right. And so let's get right on that. I think we can really make a lot of money here if we just partner up. Yeah, because I, I mean, I keep waiting for the Fellowship of the Ring reboot to come back. I mean, uh-huh. that, that's been what twenty years now, fifteen years. It's, it's been, been wow. Yeah, it was around two thousand. I think when I that think first it's time for a new set of. Uh, it's tricky though things. because it's not, but it's not. There aren't new stories. That's it's still the. That's the thing about <laughs> when you're rebooting, and you might, you know, you'll do some of the same shit, but it's like I don't know how you just do the same exact story again. Well, maybe maybe Peter Jackson could. Take I don't it. think it's been that long that you can just completely do the same exact movie again. He, he pulled a Hobbit on it and like change each movie into like four more different movies. So eventually, just keep splitting uh-huh. into more and more different movies uh, on each one. So there, it's a it's a thirty seven part four hour trilogy. I know I've seen talk about them trying to get just pretty much the Silmarillion is left and I've heard a little bit of I don't remember there's some talk about are they doing this are they work, looking into it but it's like that one I don't know how you make it's not it's not a it's not good <laughs> it's got some interest but it's it's basically it's kind of like reading a history book it's like reading a history <laughs> because it jumps book. around a lot it's a whole lot of like fragments of yeah. of a history and I don't know how you make a movie out of that exactly uh, well, you have to do a lot more work than, uh, I mean, I guess they, they added a, a bunch of stuff in, or they expanded a lot of stuff, but even that, it's like, you're gonna have to just fill in some holes if you want to try to make any kind of coherent narrative. But, but then maybe you could figure out why elves are running around all the time being so racist. I, you know, I knew you were gonna turn it into I, I can't, I, I can't help it. They're racist. They're virulently 
hatefully, nastily racist things. Yeah. I mean, Saren is apparently the bad guy, but he's not the one who's running around, you know, making fun of small people. Isn't he, though? But he wants, he does want to white, he does want to commit genocide. Well. <laughs> More or less. If not the entire genocide, whoever survives will be enslaved. I mean, the elves aren't looking to commit any genocide. I'm not saying his motivations <laughs> are best, but no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, saying you're trying to be like these elves are terrible, but Sauron he's not so bad. <laughs> well, I mean, this is... and and I mean, you can say that there are some the elves can be a little tricky sometimes with their ideas, but at the same time, I mean. Sauron? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hot dog kissing a leprechaun. Uh-huh. It's just, a, it's not going to go over well. It would be, because there is a little bit, you can see a little bit of, like, that idea of what elves are like. Because there is that, if you similarly, because they were, they were on Middle Earth, then they kind of took off, and they came back, and it was all fucked up, and all these other people were there. And they're like, man, it was so nice before we left. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what strikes me is... I'll give them that. That and was, they live for fucking ever. So think about, you might be a little bit haughty if you were like 20,000 years old or something. All right. And, and, and dealing and, with a, with all these up, up-and-comers who only live for like 50 years, fucking a whole lot of shit up. And you're like, ah. Enough with these people sometimes. I'll, I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. But, but I will also say that, that in this reading of the, of the, the trilogy, that, that one thing that's occurring to me too is that uh, you keep meeting the oldest entity in the, in the known universe. Um, cause first it's the elves and then it's like Tom Bombadil who may be older than the elves. He's some, and other, then he's some the, weird other thing. And then all of a sudden it's the ants and then you realize Gandalf's older than the world and well, he's not, Gandalf's not a mortal. Man, right. So, but it, but it's just He's like basically it's, it's an like angel. it's like it, it's almost like immortality porn. It's like, yeah. oh no, let me introduce you to my other race that's even older. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that. We're supposed to get hot for that? No, it just gets more and more annoying because it's like, what's uh, okay? Yeah, I mean, you're fucking older. Fucking Galadriel old as fuck too. She's real old. I mean, that's she, it's she's all in, about, she's in the Silmarillion. Like, Not a lot, but she's around. There's like a handful of those elves that are old as hell. Old fucking elves uh-huh. with old balls. And, and look at you, about. you're you're in your early 40s, and you're real mad about things, because you're old, and things are changing. What if you were 40,000 years old, and Holy not 40 shit. years old? I am the elves, and all I want <laughs> is gin blossoms. Uh-huh. All I want... You understand where they're coming from now? It's gin blossoms. And none of the ra- none of these fucking human and dwarf radio stations are playing gin blossoms. Was, they're playing one of the, their dubsteps and their things. The 90s. And you're like, come on, man, what about... Better in the nineties. Now, do you see where the elves are coming from? Yes. We finally explained it to you in a way for you to understand. The mirror is turned, <laughs> and I see me. Mm-hmm. Man, I did not take any notes. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucked. Uh, double deuce. Double deuce. <laughs> Contact us at double deuce pod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at double deuce pod. We are also on Facebook as double deuce podcast. We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.